0: It's Daily Thunder, thundering out the truth of Jesus Christ live every morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more about our discipleship programs or to support this podcast, visit Ellerslie.com. Now, here's Eric Levy. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Daily Thunder. Oh, it's the uh, confinement or the quarantine edition that we're going through. Uh, Colorado, as of 8 a.m. this morning, is uh, on lockdown. And I already felt like we were on lockdown, but this is lockdown, lockdown. And I tell you what, I am really enjoying this. I know that sounds strange, but it's not that I'm enjoying the coronavirus. It's not that I'm enjoying the craziness, uh, enjoying the lack of certain foods in our house. I've seen an egg in our house for over a week. It's not that I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying the opportunities that are opening up because of this, to share the gospel, to speak truth, to understand truth in a deeper way. So, uh, the name of my message this morning is Our Secret Weapon. We just had an alumni prayer gathering via Zoom. It was extremely powerful. And I gave this meditation in the very start. uh, And I'm just so stirred uh, by these thoughts uh, that we have a secret weapon. I mean, what... And most of us don't even realize we have it it's like superheroes have secret weapons we as christians have something that most of us don't even realize we have and so that as a result we don't use it but when you use it the world has changed and so let's discuss our secret weapon uh, oh boy i get excited about this so what do we know about our secret weapon well listen closely here's a, just a quick breakdown it silences lies it shames darkness it knocks the devil back on his keister, it tears down strongholds, it pins discouragement to the mat, it arrests despair, and it works heavenly wonders in this earth. And you have it. As a believer, we lug this thing around, it's sitting in our holster, but we oftentimes don't pull it out and use it, which is why it's important to have a daily thunder about it and get us all stirred up in such a time as this to begin to wield our weapons. In 2 Corinthians ten four through 6, it talks about these weapons. It says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. In other words, they're not fleshly. They're not of the natural man, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I remember a student, this is eight years ago at Ellerslie, comes up to me and he says, Eric, I've been studying 2 Corinthians 10.4. And it talks about these weapons of our warfare that are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. And I go, yes, yes, amen. And he says, but what are the weapons? It doesn't say what the weapons are. It just says that we have them doesn't that sound like Christianity in a nutshell? Most of us know we have weapons. If I were to say, do you have weapons of warfare that are mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds? You'd say, yes, I do, dear brother. And you see, we know the facts, we know the data, but if I said, what are those weapons? Well, then it would cause us to stutter a bit in our soul. What are the weapons? I'd say many of us could at least guess uh, at some of them. Like, for instance, prayer. We're like, okay, all right, all right, yeah, prayer, faith. Oh, okay, yeah, those are good weapons. Obedience, oh, yeah, yeah. The weapon I'm going to talk about right now, our secret weapon that I'm describing it as, Is one of those that doesn't come up in our short list, and yet it is powerhouse, and it does wonders in this world. We need to know about it, guys. So our secret weapon, don't you love how I'm building the anticipation here? All right, Acts 16, 24 through 26, I'm going to debut the secret weapon. He put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stalks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. I could have read, Paul and Silas were whipping out their secret weapon and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. Why? Well, they whipped out their secret weapon. They pulled it out of the holster and started wielding it. Yeah, Paul and Silas, go do it. What were they doing? They're singing in a prison cell. They're quarantined. They're in confinement. What are they doing? Something that is so shocking, something that is so unnatural, something that is so backwards to this world. And when we as Christians function, as Paul and Silas functioned here, earthquakes take place. Foundations are shaken. Chains are loosed. Catch the vision, guys. This is exciting. Second Chronicles 20, 20 through 21, we see the same thing happen. We see we see King Jehoshaphat, who's the king of Judah in the Old Testament, he is going to whip out his secret weapon. So to give you a little context, the uh, the little small kingdom of Judah is surrounded by three hostile nations, much more powerful than it and it's not looking good. I mean, it's a dour situation. It is a dire situation, and you have a confinement. You have a quarantine. You have a surrounding, a, an isolation. It's not looking pretty, and yet King Jehoshaphat is going to hear the word of the Lord, and the word of the Lord is going to say, stand still. Hold your position. You do not need to fight this battle. I will fight it for you. God promises King Jehoshaphat that the battle is already won, that he is going to fight it for him. Doesn't that sound like something we should know right now? And watch how King Jehoshaphat responds. Once he knows the promise of God, once he knows the truth, he actually does this. It says, so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. Uh, King Jehoshaphat, that's where the enemy is. Why are you going there? He, King Jehoshaphat, appointed those who would sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army. He is going to, get this, set his singers out in front of his army, and they're going to sing about the glories of God and the beauties of his holiness. And guess what? The enemy is going to be waylaid, knocked back on their keisters. How did that happen? Well, King Jehoshaphat whipped out his secret weapon, He praised the Lord. He rejoiced in the midst of difficulty. And when you do that, it changes the world in which we live. There are earthquakes. Foundations are shaken. Chains are loosed. Enemies are knocked back on their keisters. So our secret weapon. Now, if, if I were to say that you know I had a gun as a secret weapon, you could say, what kind of gun? And that, that's a good statement. That's like our secret weapon. Our secret weapon has a lot of different expressions. For instance, rejoicing is one of the common ways it's described. Look at the book of uh, Philippians, and that's going to be Paul's secret weapon. He is rejoicing in a prison cell. Singing praises, shouting for joy, leaping for joy, smiling really big. That's the one I added in. It technically, I don't know in scripture if it says smiling really big is a, uh, is a weapon, but I'm, I'm convinced that it is because it's like that one moment where you're surrounded by the enemy and they've got you pinned in. So there's like 200 hostile people around you and they're like, we've got you, Ludie. And then when Ludie smirks and he smiles, and eh, God's got you right where he wants you. That's, that's a weapon. And how about this one, laughter. Uh, Oh, laughter's a great weapon. When you're in the darkest hour and you literally lift a laugh of faith heavenward. God, you are in control. Look at the king enthroned in heaven in Psalm 2. He's enthroned in heaven, yeah. But he's surrounded. I mean, the nations of the earth, the kings of this earth are taking their stand against him. But the one enthroned in heaven laughs. Oh, that's good. Thanking God in confinement. Thanking God in quarantine this is a weapon, guys. If you want to see an earthquake in this world, and I don't mean a real earthquake. I mean an earthquake that shakes the lives of souls, that actually changes their foundations, that alters them and shakes them, moves them, that loosens chains. We need to use our weapon right now. We have it, but we need to wield it. So, I'm going to help you out by giving you a poem. Now, quite a few years ago, I was asked, because I'd always say to my students, I'd say, yeah, and, you know, I'll just preach to myself. I don't really have anyone in my life to preach to me, so I preach to myself. So during my morning prayer walk, I'll just be, like, talking to Eric Ludy, Eric, you know what the truth is, now do it. And so they, they would say things like, well, what do you say to yourself? And so I was pondering that. It's like, what do I say to myself? And so I began to write down my, 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 pr- my preaching, uh, my, my statements to myself, but I turned them into a form of poetry. Eric's not a poet, but you'll, you'll see uh, here. Now, this was just released this morning on my ericludi.com blog, so you can actually get this and look it up and see it again. But let's go through it. This is fun. It's called Go Up. It's a manly preaching poem. Go up. Lift your soul in praise. Get those feet up off the ground. Go up. Leap for joy. Don't buy all this woe and all this ridiculous sadness. Hit it in the teeth with some good old-fashioned gladness. I don't care how bad it might seem. God has not moved from his position of victory. He won. He beat the devil. He crushed his serpent head. So don't spend even a moment all sad and depressed in bed. I'm not asking you how you feel right now amidst this fight. No, I'm asking you what is true, noble, honest, and right. You know that God has done it, so take this despair and shove it. Stick it in the devil's face. Cram this down his lying throat. Don't for even a moment give your enemy a reason to gloat. Prove the enemy's defeat by going airborne with your feet. Go up, leap for joy, do that one thing the enemy hates more than any other thing. Smile when it's hard, laugh when it's difficult, open your throat and sing. Ignore those prison chains, the dank smell in the air. You were built for this moment, you really are prepared. Prepared to shout hallelujah and jump heavenward with a hearty war cry. Prepared to knock the devil backward with some genuine my. The Christian man rejoices when all hell stands set against him. He sings even louder when it seems the devil's got him fenced in. He knows his God cannot, will not fail to supply. He knows that with undoubted faithfulness, his God will in fact reply. So why should the godly man whimper? Why should he moan? Now is the time to demonstrate that God Almighty is on the throne. Go up, leap for joy. That's the only reasonable and worthwhile thing to do. Not only is it commanded, but it's also quite logical too. Is he not the maker of all, the possessor of everything? Is he not the Lord of Lords, the King of all kings? And has he not promised to be faithful, promised to come through? And isn't it true that what he says he will do, he will really do? Then go up, leap for joy. The Christian man mustn't be caught with his feet stuck on the ground. He must be laughing, rejoicing, singing, and praising when he is spied out and found. There should be no one more happy on this entire earth and globe than the fervent believer emblazoned with this thrilling eternal hope. We have a secret weapon. Let's use it. I'm not asking you if you feel like rejoicing, if you feel like smiling, if you feel like giving thanks do it. Do it because you love and trust Jesus Christ. And when you do it, not just your world will be shaken and altered, but the world around you will be changed. God's blessings. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this daily thunder is delivered live and streamed daily weekdays at 8 15 a.m and weekends at nine fifteen a.m join us at live.ellersley.com we invite you to visit us at the beautiful ellersley campus in windsor colorado for a day a week or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training learn more at ellersley.com thanks for listening